Hey everyone, uh, thanks for coming back again this morning for your wrestling news. There's some pretty good stories, uh, some really good feud development going on, and some good news for Buff Bagwell. As most of us fans and family of Buff know, he's dealt with substance abuse for a while now, and he's looking to get some serious help in the form of DDP. I think we all know DDP is always out there to help former wrestlers or just really in general help anybody. DDP uh, has moved, it looks like, Buff Bagwell into his house. Uh, like he did with Jake Roberts and Scott Hall to rehabilitate him, help him get back on his feet. He posted a picture of Buff Bagwell, and it looks like it's in DDP's kitchen. And it was on Twitter, and he says, My man, at Mark Buff Bagwell, is doing well. Time to hashtag change or die. Um... DDP always out there doing great things for people, and I think Sean actually has DDP yoga and the meal plan and everything from him, if I remember right. Now, uh, this is developing into either really good storytelling or real-life heat uh, between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Thunder Rosa. Um I really enjoy both of these people. I think both these women are probably two of the best in the business right now. And I think they're definitely, this feud is putting butts in seats. But the lines of kayfabe and storytelling could be getting blurred right now. It appears that, you know, two nights ago on AEW Dynamite, Baker made a reference to Thunder's body language at... AEW revolution during her entrance. The story on that, I guess, is that shortly before Thunder Rosa came out to the ring, the finish to the match was changed. Instead of having Rosa win, she would lose, and this would set up the rematch on next week's Dynamite. Now, during a promo, night before last, Baker said about Rosa... It's funny how you had a little more pep in your step getting down the ramp tonight, huh? I guess that's how it works when you think you actually have a shot at beating your opponent. So she's saying, you know, you came down sluggish because you knew you were going to lose at the pay-per-view, but now you're coming down with a little pep in your step because you could be possibly getting the title. Breaking kayfabe in a little bit and blurring the lines again between kayfabe and, um, you know, real life. Rose's husband, Brian, actually went on to Twitter and commented on Baker's promo. This is what he had to say. Britt Baker with a pathetic attempt at a promo. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. But, you know, in Britt Baker fashion, she responds with this. Stick to booking women's basement wrestling and I'll handle being a TV star. Wow. Wow. The steel cage match between Rosa and Baker is set for next week in uh, San Antonio, Texas. And this is looking to be a bit of a barn burner, guys. I'm excited for this one. You know, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, that Braun Breaker, the son of Rick Steiner? 
it looks like he is continuing to impress the WWE officials, and now there's some serious talk about moving him up to the main roster sooner than expected. This could be why he dropped the title to Ziggler, but there are also speculations that he dropped the title to Ziggler just basically to win the title back at Stand and Deliver. I don't know. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this kid. I wish they would have let him keep the Steiner name. I mean, that's. I think that would have actually propelled him a little bit more. But, you know, the WWE, man, they've, they've got to change your name or they're not happy with it. It looks from everything I've heard and read, uh, he and Gable Stevenson were supposed to be main roster bound anyways. So... There's a lot of hype on the Stevenson, man. People are saying he's a phenomenal athlete. So yeah, there's probably big things for both of these guys. And I'm really interested, again, in seeing where these guys' career goes. FTR has fired Tolly Blanchard. This is setting up uh, for them to potentially get a new manager. And they're hinting at another WWE um, Hall of Famer as his replacement. As far as I know, it looks to be that they're setting up a hint. It could be Brett. After tonight's uh, AEW Dynamite, Dax did tweet, Brett, what are you up to? Again, these guys love to use social media and everything as a good way to push kayfabe. So it could you know, have nothing to do with Brett. It would be interesting, though, uh, to see these guys with Brett as a part-time manager. Um that could be cool. That that could be a cool thing to see. We'll see where that goes. I don't know what the reasoning for Tolly to leave is. Maybe he's got another direction to go, or this is a way to bring in, you know, a Brett or, you know, maybe a Ric Flair. Who knows? To push a storyline involving Tolly. We spoke a little bit of William Regal making his debut in AEW, which is going to be huge, I think, backstage for the company to have a mind like him talking to Tony Schiavone um, he had told reports that he had no idea that they had signed William Regal so it was just as exciting as you know he popped for it just as much as anybody else was maybe we'll see uh, some William Regal in the commentary desk with Tony Schiavone and good old JR that would be Boy, I'd, I'd love to hear these three on a commentating table, just for even if it's just for one match with, uh, you know, Moxley and Danielson. I would love to see that happen. Scorpio Sky, um, you know, finally, right? He is TNT champion, and Paige Van Zant made her, you know, debut as a signed AEW wrestler, and all in this match, you know. We get Scorpio Sky beating Sammy Guevara for the title and Van Zant potentially setting up a feud with Ty Conti by attacking her out at ringside. What do you guys think of this? Um, they kind of really showed us again that there's a relationship between Sammy and Ty. Uh, he gets hurt. Ty comes out to check on him. And that gives Paige the, the opportunity to attack her. They act like he's not going to be able to finish the match, yet he gets back in the ring does the 450, and Scorpio gets the knees up to those hurt ribs. 
and you know one two three it's i think a lot of fans if you look in the crowd were really shocked but there's no surprise that scorpio sky is getting his moment and i think we're going to see even more stuff from american top team in aew as a really uh, strong force to be reckoned with i'm looking forward again this is another storyline that i'm looking forward to seeing progress Another turn in what I'm kind of finding to be the confusing story of Chris Jericho and Santana and Ortiz. Uh, I don't understand this. Jericho has officially turned heel against Santana and Ortiz. But did he? I mean, Santana and Ortiz kind of turned on Jericho. Eddie Kingston kind of showed that he was heel against Jericho. Jericho has been the face of this feud um, since this kind of began, since they started, you know, breaking up the stable. I mean, they've been hinting that the inner circle was, you know, all but done since Santana and Ortiz started this hatred of Chris Jericho and their partnership with Eddie Kingston. So again, somehow... Chris Jericho has done a heel turn, and now he has joined forces with 2.0 and Garcia. And, of course, Hager, or Hager is still with them. So this new stable name, it sucks, but it's called uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. We'll see where they're going with it. I think it's time to get Jericho out of a stable and just let him do big matches and put him on commentary because he's good on commentary and he always shows up and performs and does well in the big matches. I I don't know where they're going with this. I'm sure they're going to go with a Santana, Ortiz, Kingston versus uh, Jericho and 2.0. We're going somewhere in that direction, I'm sure, but... We'll see where it ends up taking us, I guess, and don't don't crap on something until they've gotten to the point they're trying to show us, right? As uh, we reported yesterday, Jeff Hardy is, in fact, back. And you may have noticed that he came out to the traditional Hardy Boys music and wondered how could he do that when, you know, that's clearly been on everything WWE television for years. Well, it has been. But they don't exactly own the rights to the music. Uh, the Hardy Boys theme actually was made, and I think they have still the rights. Uh, is Zach Tempest, uh, the song Loaded. I think in order for anybody who wants to come out to this song, um, you know, even AEW, if they want to use this for the Hardy Boys again, I think all they have to do is just pay, from what I'm seeing, a little bit of licensing rights, right? I mean, just you pay pay a little fee each time it plays, and I think they're good on it because they're going to make money off the song because they're making money off the characters that are coming out, I'm guessing. But all in all, WWE does not own the rights to the song Loaded, so AEW can and, in fact, are going to use it. Um, actually, this just came out literally just now. Um, Ty Connie apparently has had enough of being trolled and people sending harassing uh, messages to her and Sammy Guevara's ex-fiance. So it turns out fans have been attacking not only Taikani, but Sammy's ex-fiance as well. 
she finally had enough and took to Twitter in response to a tweet. I'm not going to say the name of the person um, who tweeted it, but it says, Sammy broke up with Pam and upgraded for some hot Brazilian booty. Uh, of course, with a couple of emojis afterwards. And she took to Twitter and she said this. All right, enough with the BS. Stop talking shit about us or her. They just didn't work out anymore, and I had nothing to do with that. There's no fucking upgrade. We're both good and different. When y'all was hating on us, she was the first one to text and check on us. So apparently the three of them have a great uh, friendship relationship. And, you know, fans for some reason just uh, have been targeting them and uh, harassing them. And again, we, we touched on this yesterday, you know, and maybe you know, the day before, but Ronda Rousey being like the number one female in sports being harassed on Twitter. And it's ridiculous that people don't have enough of a life where they can't leave, you know, people alone, whether you're a celebrity or an individual, you can't have an opinion. <laughs> you can't have an opinion anymore. You can't have a relationship anymore. Everything is wrong. Everything hurts somebody. And it's just the cruelty on social media is just, it's sad. It's pathetic, but it sounds like she handled it well. She took care of herself and her man and her man's ex. So in one tweet, so don't mess with Ty Connie, um, or her relationship status. William Regal uh, delivered his first promo with AEW, and apparently he wanted to apologize for missing his times. Um, this is what Regal had to say via Twitter. This is a professional note from me as I have no other form of social media. I would rather my new colleagues see this as I don't like gossip. I am very sorry to anyone affected by my time issues last night. I apologize to everyone personally affected. That was um, the first of two tweets. The second, I should be showing people by example and being a pro and hitting my times. William Regal is a pro and really doesn't have anybody to apologize to, but it's just to show the kind of guy he is. I mean... He misses a spot for a second or whatever it may be, and he just apologizes for it. The guy is, he's a pro from uh, start to finish. So that's just what he had to say, you know, a little apology for missing something, and it'll be forgotten by tomorrow. We lightly touched on how AEW was able to use Jeff Hardy's original theme music when he came out uh, the other night, and this is kind of what, what they did. See, they sought out the rights because WWE didn't own them to use Jeff Hardy's uh, song Loaded. Um, but they didn't just stop there. AEW, uh, they're now looking for the license to license the entire library that was part of it. So technically, AEW could use uh, Hardcore and Crash Holly's theme for whatever reason. So if you heard this, it seems like some of Undertaker's classic moments that jr called that jr has been removed from those moments his i don't know maybe his voiceovers um jr you know said that the uh volatile quote uh wrestling war has led to his voice being removed from classic undertaker moments in the video package for the undertaker's hall of fame induction JR is heard just one time despite calling some of the biggest moments from undertaker's three-decade career 
So if you listen to his podcast, Grilling JR, JR quoted uh, why the WWE would edit these classic moments, saying, In the wrestling war, that volatile, that the guy that was the soundtrack of the biggest moments in Undertaker's career is eliminated. Is this authentic, or is it just being selfish or vindictive? It's not like I walked out of the WWE. It's not like I was le- like I left them high and dry somewhere, or didn't do my job. It's all optics, and that's not fair to the fans. He goes on to say, Why wouldn't the fans be interested or entertained by hearing a bit that I did live? Are they going to dub someone else's voice in? And when The Undertaker tosses Mick Foley off of the hell in the cell in June of 98. Could you imagine if they did? Wrestling fans would go nuts. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they're doing this. I don't think it would hurt business either way. I think they even talked to Khan. Um, I think John Laurinaitis has had a conversation with Tony Khan about video library package deals or letting their AEW wrestlers be part of WWE bio movies and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing, but we'll see, I guess. Um, when we watch the hall of fame, if they show those clips, if we hear good old JR's voice on that note, guys, um, this is going to be a short and sweet news, uh, for you this morning. And we will be back tomorrow morning with all new fresh wrestling news and gossip for y'all i hope you enjoyed this episode hope it got you through your morning and you know i hope everybody has a good day continue to listen to living cafe podcast everywhere you get your podcasts and don't forget to like and subscribe and you know we love when you guys leave comments on reviews it only helps boost us and it lets us know what we can do or what we're doing now that uh, you guys like so Thanks again, and on that note, ring the bell.